PYHD listeners, it's Cameron, and I'm just letting you know that Rhea and I are going on tour this fall. We will be in Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, San Diego, Phoenix, Dallas, Austin, Houston, New Orleans, Atlanta, Carborough, North Carolina, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Brooklyn, Cleveland, Pontiac, Michigan, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Chicago, Madison, also Boston, Portland, Maine, and I, Solo, will be in Denver. So if you want to go see us in any of those cities, you can head to CameronEsposito.com or RiaButcher.com. Click on tour dates. I cannot wait to see you there. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands Great job. You made it just in time. Under the wire. You guys, thank you so much for being here tonight. That is Rhea Butcher. And you guys, guess what? That is Cameron Esposito. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you. We did it. Yeah, we did it. And we have uh, Ryan up in the booth introducing us, as always, crushing it with that deep demon sound. You got me amped, buddy. Ready to rumble. Let's hear it for Ryan. (laughs) Megan's taking pictures. We got awesome comics in back and they can hear you. Let's hear for them. (laughs) Yes. And I think it's very important to mention that uh, it's great we're, it's great that we're holding hands. Alive. Yeah. (laughs) It is. Uh, tough to know. Tough to know. (laughs) This is Tuesday that we're recording this podcast. I'm saying that because you know how the political situation is these days. It's like literally every minute is a new... What are you doing? (laughs) What do you mean what are you doing? Are you moving me or did you just want to touch me? I was just reaching out to you. Weird. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) It is so genuinely difficult to be married to an only child. Uh. It is what? so genuinely difficult to be married as an only child. <laughs> I like gently put my hand on what? your back. <laughs> Am I in trouble? What do you want? <laughs> Yuck! Yucky! Also, stop hiding like behind me. Come on! I here. knew that's what you were doing. <laughs> well, well there's nowhere for me to stand in this pile of your mic cord. I like that you're backing your ass up as if that's a punishment to me. I like it. <laughs> sure. This reminds me. Do you guys remember those toys that had like a ball in the middle and then the plastic? That it was like a pong ball. What? No, not skip it. A pogo ball. A pogo ball. Skip it's different. Skip it's different. I love what you're thinking about, though. Skip it. 
Skip it, skip it. Too drunk Never to knew how much you loved it. Well, the very best thing of all, there's a counter on this ball. <laughs> See if you can jump the very best score. See if you can go a whole lot more. <laughs> but it really just bounced like this. And then you'd count it and it would just say Oh, my two. sister was good at it. You know, she was also good at Pokeballs. She was also good at... You know what? I found it so stressful. She was good at all the stuff that was in the garage. <laughs> well, I was going to say, yes, she was good at that stuff. But also, I found it so intimidating to be, like, next to her sort of, like, perfection. Uh-huh. That I, as a child, I only watched her play video games. That's why I don't know how to play <laughs> video games. Oh, boy. I would be like, you do it. See if you can get the princess. <laughs> and I would sit there. But except only I would play Duck Hunt because you can totally just go. Yeah. You can totally just do that. Yeah. Um, Rhea. Yes. What I was mentioning earlier yes. is that it's Tuesday today. Correct. And obviously, like, the news cycle is changing every, every possible. Every 30 seconds? Maybe less. <laughs> so, just as a reminder to folks listening to this as a podcast, uh-huh. today, uh, the president, the toddler in chief, uh, on his vacation, crossed his arms uh-huh. very while tightly. wearing a suit. Uh-huh. That's a thing most people do. Just cross his arms and then threaten North Korea. Sure, yeah. Sort of, I think, without a plan. Yeah. Or even a realization that that's what he was doing. He was reading what looked like a placemat that someone had printed out for him. And then he just looked up, made eye contact with the camera. Fist of fury. I know. It's terrible. It's so terrible. And you know what? I just want to mention that um, Ivanka, I think, was like... Trump? (laughs) I think she's like with him or whatever. (laughs) What is she not? Yeah. Um, I am not with her. On their... Right. Agreed. Like, on their little, like, money laundering trip that they're doing. Sure. Um, And while she was doing that, Chelsea Clinton was going to a WNBA game. (laughs) In a fucking pride shirt, you guys! Rainbow letters. Rainbow letters. Watching the WNBA. <laughs> the WNBA. <laughs> that could have been her! I know! That could have been our first daughter! Here's, ah! I'm so mad, I don't even know what to do! Go I, to a WNBA game, I, I guess! I'm gonna be truly honest, I threw our squatty potty today. <laughs> you did. <laughs> But thankfully... In a fit of rage. And then I kicked it. Kick! And then I was like, shit, I really like that thing. Yeah. It's ergonomically better. Well, it's made out of really uh, durable plastic, so I know. you did not break it. I know. I'm just furious every day. And I'm furious every day because, like, oh, my God. Well, you guys know why. I'm furious every day. I don't even know what to do. How are we doing? Are we coping as a group? Is everybody okay? You're here. I'm glad we're all together. It's fucking awful. Uh, every day is a new horror. I also feel like... And if uh, you're not mad, what's up with you? Yeah, you should be mad. You should be super mad. This should feel like it didn't have to be this way. Cut the 
Um, and then also, I think for white people, I'm a white people. Um, some people don't know that because I have an ambiguous last name. So sometimes right. on the internet, people, when, I, when I make a tweet that says, like, white people, stop doing this, then people go, you're, you're a mean... Latina. Latina. <laughs> and I go, you fucking idiot! White people should be mad at white people. That's what I'm going to say. White people do not white like to be called white people. should be mad at white people right now. White people get really white mad people, when you call them white people. White people gotta get r- mad at white people. Because they're like, I'm just a person! And you're like, that's the problem! I know. <laughs> exactly. I feel like as a white people right now, if you're experiencing... If you're experiencing, like fear and trauma uh, and horror and you don't know what's going to happen the next day, um, what I'm trying to do is go, oh, this is what everybody else has been talking about the whole time. Got it. Yep. Hashtag no confederate. You know, that whole thing. (laughs) I don't know. Um, We weren't even together when this was happening. No, we weren't. Trying to remember what I was doing. Oh, I was at the gym. You were at the gym when our president yeah. threatened another country. I was at the gym uh, learning about boxing. Neat. How's that going? I can do one. What was that? Mini punch. One knock on the door. <laughs> that is not how they knock each other out. It's not knocking on someone else's door. <laughs> It could be. You don't know. <laughs> Might be that. No, I was learning all about boxing from our trainer. Yeah. Elliot. Yes. Who trains the two of us. Right. He used to train us together, but I was too advanced. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? I didn't know if it was okay to be honest. <laughs> I go to trading and it's really just the trader going, you really know your boundaries. <laughs> you are very aware of your limits. And, yeah. and I'm like, hit me! Hit me in the face! Throw the squatty potty! Throw it! Throw it! Pretty intense. 90% of it is just me going, I can't! <laughs> I feel fine! Yeah. I was getting in shape. Sure. I don't know. I'm trying to lift weights because my bones were falling out of my body. That doesn't seem right. No, they were. Where? All over. I was bones (laughs) were falling out of your body. And collecting at my feet. That's disgusting. Did it make a sound? They were dislodging, sort of becoming... Like a a plinko board? A little sack down by my feet. (laughs) Full of bones. Please don't ever say that again. <laughs> bah. <laughs> what? Why is that gross? I know why it's gross. <laughs> well, I couldn't work out because I'm sick. I know. You've been sick for so Like two weeks because I'm very long. healthy. Um, she likes to say that I have a weak constitution. <laughs> like it's 1912. You know what else has a weak constitution? This country. United States of America. Because this fucking guy. Why didn't they predict Twitter? 
<laughs> Those fucking thieves that wrote that thing to begin we with. We the people, TLR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, well, do you... I, yeah, I think you... Well... <laughs> have you ever noticed that sometimes you have to sit down because you're hot? What? <laughs> when? Several times when we moved. And sometimes when... <laughs> What do you mean, when we moved? We were moving. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> we were moving all our Furbies? What? <laughs> we, were moving, we were moving from apartments or houses or whatever. Uh-huh. And you would be like, oh. <laughs> I'm too hot. I have to sit down. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what, what would you call that? You weren't even there when our stuff was moving into the place. What do you, where was I? I don't know, but you weren't there. <laughs> where would I would have been? <laughs> Somewhere else. I don't think that's right. <laughs> I was probably moving all the stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. You were moving all the stuff. That doesn't sound like me. That doesn't sound like you at all. I was calling somebody. That doesn't sound like me either. Yeah, that doesn't sound like you. You were calling somebody. I was just going, call somebody to move our stuff. <laughs> uh, no, I don't like to be on the phone <laughs> with people. Make appointments for moving or anything. Yeah, no, you don't like to be on the phone. Nope. I mean, who does? <laughs> Are there people that like to be on the phone? Literally no. Somebody here, somebody here likes to be on the phone. Hey, what kind I of like a business call? You like a business call? Phone. You want to make an appointment? Do you like making appointments? I'm okay with it. You don't mind I'm it? Volunteer. You, you all right? Okay. Like if my friends were making reservations. Uh huh. Oh, you're like I'll do it. Yeah, I'm. I'm comfortable. Why would you do that when you can make so many reservations on your phone now, and then you go in and just say only your last esposito, really soft. No. You're fine with it? What do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a student. You're a student. Uh, I'm not from LA. I'm not from LA. What does this mean? Oh my god. Outside of LA, we there are no here. apps. <laughs> you, guys, did you guys know this? <laughs> we also, straight up, I think like, I am like actually honoring this person's no, I, presence yeah. right now because I am realizing that we have lived here for four years. And I don't fucking know what the world is like. <laughs> That's true. Like, I'm just like, I was talking to my trainer about boxing <laughs> at the gender-inclusive gym that I go to. Yeah, right, yeah. That's not a joke. I go to a gender-inclusive gym. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I go to the same gym. <laughs> so where do you live? Oh. Whoa. What is going on? I in didn't realize that was still a state. You still have to call people on the phone? We're still doing that? Yeah, yeah. Oh. What else is going on in Connecticut? Can let me ask you a question. Have you ever heard of this? It's a car somebody else drives. You. Not a taxi though. Yeah. You just got We just got lift. Okay. Woo! Cool. Yeah. Congratulations. I actually I'm gonna be fully real with you though. 
Yes, great, great job, great job, great job. Uh, I will be fully honest and real. Um, oh, for crazy! I have never had a Lyft. I don't have a Lyft account or an Uber account, and I've never had a Netflix account. <laughs> Gasps! Gasps from the crowd. Can you believe this shit? <laughs> And I've never had cable that I signed up for. <laughs> Do you know what the secret is? Somebody Women. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. Women will do it for you. <laughs> now that's not misogyny, because I'm a woman. <laughs> that's not how that works. It is. <laughs> Point, straight up at this point, as a married couple, yeah. is this the moment where I need to sign up for my own Netflix account? <laughs> yes. Like, you're messing you, up my algorithm. Do you think... So, straight up, I totally am messing up your I algorithm. I know, that's why I made another profile for me, because I was like, she'll never find it. She doesn't know how this thing works. Wait, wait, wait. Have you been using the Cameron profile? No, I've been using the Rhea 2.0. <laughs> woman very nice it's very nice but I actually am helping you because you only like to watch weird garbage that is true I am in the fifth season of weird garbage <laughs> I like to watch it's that garbage is weird I like to watch everything queer and you can't even find it on Netflix now because there's not even an LGBT section you I found it know about it I found it you have to know where it's what? on the side and then you click on a bunch of things and it's or there. if you just watch only gay shit after a while, <laughs> I understand. Everything is gay. It goes yeah. like action movies, but they're all gay. <laughs> Everything right. is gay. Yeah, yeah. And baking. <laughs> yeah. So you're welcome for that. Thank you. I know. It's the best. You act like I don't like gay stuff. I do like gay stuff. No, but you're not obsessed with watching queer movies. Again and again and again and again and again. Sure. Which is one of your flaws. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Because as you remember, the first time that I was watching San Junipero, you came sure. home and it was the very end of it. And you yeah, were like, yeah. oh my God, would you consider watching this again? And I said, <laughs> you, you skipped a couple seconds because I was like, you watched it! <laughs> then I calmed down a little bit. I was yes. like, oh, I'm hot. I need to sit. And yeah. then... <laughs> Don't even worry. This is my third time through, and I will be open to a fourth. Let's watch the four times in a row that first night. Yeah. Well, it's a good episode. Yeah, it is. Totally worth it. Cried through the whole uh -huh. fucking thing. Plus, isn't her name Cameron in Holden Catch Fire? Yes, it is. <gasps> that Mackenzie Davis. I saw her once in the world. Oh. What and was I, it like? I was walking, and I went... <laughs> This is totally cool. Do you think she knows how important it is to me that she looks so much like Mary Stuart Masterson? <laughs> Forget yeah, it. Yeah, she knows you know. I'll tell you guys some other time about who Mary Stuart Masterson is. You seem Itchy. like a young crowd. Not just that, but also some kind of wonderful well, yeah, I know. fingerless gloves. What? Drumming. She wasn't really interested in Eric Stoltz. Okay, moving we on. We all know. <laughs> Leah Thompson. Whatever. Uh, Rhea, are you ready to get this show started? I am. Great. 
So am I. <laughs> Great. Uh, I can't remember who the first comic is. Oh, our it's our friend. <laughs> This is great. Everybody on the show tonight are like friends and pals. We love this. Uh, this person, I have known him for more than 10 years of mm-hmm. uh, doing stand-up comedy in Chicago. Why did I say stand-up comedy? What if you didn't know what I was talking about? <laughs> I know him from Chicago. We're, it doesn't matter. I know this guy for so long. He's my longtime friend. You're going to love him. Um, let's hear it right now for Mr. James Fritz. Give it up for James. <laughs> Time for Rhea and Cameron, everybody. Cameron and Rhea. Oh. So, I just watched the news all day. Well, the new Twitter. I just watched people panic on Twitter about <laughs> nuclear war. How did you, what'd you guys do today? It's fun. Um, you know, they say if they launch the nukes, Los Angeles has 30 minutes left. <laughs> which is why you don't ever date someone who lives on the west side. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) I am a straight white male, and NPR still hasn't asked me about why I voted how I voted in the last election, but they'll get around to me. Uh, Because that's all all they do on NPR now is... uh, try to figure out the complex mind of the white working class voter. I'm from Kentucky. It ain't that complex, okay? Um, we're dumb and mad at nothing. <laughs> End of story, NPR. I don't need Chad to go to a diner in West Virginia and talk to a slinger waitress for an hour just to try to get into their mind, you know? Like... And this is why the left loses, because we are kind of ridiculous. So I read 10,000 articles. Uh, I don't know how we got here. All I know is crystals didn't work. Crystals clearly didn't work. Um, and they're coming for us. So maybe you need a liberal who knows how to shoot a gun. I'm your guy. I, so that's why I've started a crystals for guns exchange program in every major American city. Don't center yourself. Center the grouping on the target. That's the slogan. I got an email that, all caps, sign if you agree, hate has no place in the army. <laughs> yes, it does, though. That's why we have it. That's where the hateful people are supposed to go and kill the other hateful people or innocent brown people so we can build pipelines through their country. But you know what I'm saying. Dogs don't belong at the zoo. Hate belongs in the military. <laughs> Everyone's not behind that. All right. My biggest, I hate when people say you can't shame Trump voters, though. Fuck you. I'm a straight white man. That's all we understand is shame. We're dogs, and we needed our our noses rubbed in our own make. The only reason I'm a semi-presentable human being is a long line of very patient women have have shamed me relentlessly for like 30 years, and that's why I can eat in a restaurant with you and not embarrass you now. Shame works. They're racist. It's true. <laughs> no, they were just really concerned about 
complex international trade policies. Yeah, that's probably it. Uh, that's probably it. I remember hearing that a lot growing up in Kentucky. People would not shut the fuck up about international trade policies on the playgrounds, in parking lots, outside of Walmarts. Oh, they, sometimes they get so mad that they, they'd be like, look at that international trade-loving looking motherfucker over there. Get him! Can't call them racist. I don't know. I don't know how to... I'm from a state that built an ark. How am I supposed to convince someone with intellectual fucking arguments that they're voting against their own self-interest just because they're racist twats? We built an ark. You know, from the Bible. Y'all might not know that, but in every other state, it's the book that gets literally everyone else elected. That, the Bible, you know, they built an ark from the Bible with taxpayer dollars. We are currently 47th in education. We got a big fucking boat, y'all, and we love our big fucking boat. <laughs> they built it to scale. Or, or whatever a hillbilly thinks a cubit is. I'm sure it's, there's no way it's to scale. We got two of every kind of flavored dip on it. fucking the USS free breadsticks just sitting and they're winning man that's the sad part they're winning and so like you know I know that like these are the same assholes that don't believe in global warming so once the seas rise and drown you and me and all of our beautiful diverse friends that we know and love the only thing that will be left is like 2,500 Kentuckians on a boat floating above <laughs> Kentucky and that'll be new America and they'll just be shouting we won at the sun <laughs> I don't have a lot of hope <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I, uh, I did just fall in love recently which is stupid oh clap <laughs> and so now I want to live and so I've been trying to quit smoking which is the worst because I don't I don't even know if I really want to live. I just want the time left to be a little better. Like, <laughs> does that make sense? Like, I try, I, I, I quit, actually, I relapsed. I quit for, like, two weeks, and, like, and I needed a fucking app to do it because I have the willpower of a, a, a straight white man. And, like, I just, I need a robot to give me points so I don't kill myself. And so, like, I have this fucking non-smoking app, clearly de designed by a sadistic non-smoker. There's no way... A smoker did this thing because, like I said, I don't want to live longer. I just want to, you know, like, <clears throat> make love without coughing up on her chest or walk a dog up a mountain without looking like my father. I don't want more years on this terrible planet. And the app gives you, like, it, it, it tells you how many, like, minutes and days and years you've added to your now smoke-free, miserable existence. And... <laughs> It's a constant, and I got my fucking taste buds back, and I'm poor. Uh, they're not, taste buds are not for the poor. They're, they're a luxury for the rich. Um, and like now I know exactly what a 99 cent store Polish sausage tastes like. And you know what? It tastes exactly like a cigarette. And that triggered me, and now I'm smoking again. Thank you. You guys have been fantastic.
can do it, James. I quit smoking. Did, did anybody else quit smoking here? Yeah. I miss it every day. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> I started smoking when I was like 10, I think. And I just watched Stand By Me again the other night because I was so sick. I was like, well, I'll just watch a movie and live tweet it because who gives a shit? I don't know what else to do with my life. So I watched Stand By Me and I was like, oh, right. This is like 60% of why I started smoking because I just want to be in this movie. (laughs) Then they were also around. And the first cigarettes that I ever smoked were Newports. (laughs) I love the hissing from the... Ooh. Then I moved on to basic light 100s. Can you imagine an 11-year-old with just like a soft pack just going like, yeah, that was a tough day. Oh, long day. You know what? I'm just going to unwind with this cigarette. It's like five feet long. I have been sick, and I can't stop being sick. And if you're like me, every day of being sick, you wake up and the whole day you go, when you are not sick, <laughs> you better love not being sick, you piece of shit. You better cherish it, goddammit, this time. This time, this time. All the other times you didn't. But this time, you better remember what it's like. And you don't get hot and you sit down. You enjoy it. <laughs> and in four days, I'm going to be better. And I'm not going to remember. And then I'm going to get sick again. I'm going to be like, God damn it, I can't remember. <sighs> I just want to tell you guys one more thing. And then I'm going to keep the show going. I've talked about riding in lifts. And I've talked about the time that I got in a lift. And a guy was like, Hello, sir. How's your night? Which is a very typical experience for me. I'm like, I'm, I'm like genderqueer, whatever. I kind of don't care anymore if people call me sir. But sometimes it can be like a scary situation. If that happens and then somebody realizes that they're wrong, they get really angry at you for them being wrong. Because <laughs> it's not even really a wrong answer. It's just like a wrong answer that somebody else decided was a wrong answer. So, whatever, but then they get angry, and then they get angry at you, and it can be, like, a scary situation, but this guy called me sir, and I was in his car, and we were right next to each other, and I was like, you know what? I'm tired. I don't care. I'm just going to talk to this guy, and he kept calling me sir through the whole night, and then he was like, let me ask you this question, sir. Do you like jazz? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I like jazz. I keep it locked to 88.1 in my car when I'm driving, trying to keep my blood pressure down, and he was like... You, sir, you were a good man. (laughs) And I was like, fuck yeah, I am. (laughs) It was a much better version of La La Land than you'll ever see. (laughs) But me, same human being, got into a different lift with a different man driving the car. And I got into it, sat down, noticed he was driving manual. I also drive a manual transmission car because of course I do. (laughs) So I got in the car and I was like, ooh, Stick shift, that's cool, I drive stick shift. And he goes, really? (laughs) Not that many women like to drive stick shift. Have you ever been complimented and insulted at the exact same time? Ooh, it is just like a very specific, I guess it's specific to being a woman where somebody's like, not that many women like to do that. And you're like, cool? 
But also, it's just fascinating to me that I can sit two feet from from two different people, and one is like giving me shit for being a woman, and the other one is praising me for being a dude. <laughs> I just love being me. I'll make that funnier. Anyway, let's make this show keep going. This next comic is also a friend. She's hilarious. I got to hang out with her up in Canada very recently, and you guys are going to love her too. So please give a warm welcome to Kate Berlant. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'll let it fade out. Thank you. It's true. We were in Canada. Who's been? But there's no time. Okay. Um, uh, how do I do it? Okay. Um, yeah, Trump. It's um, it's cr- Cameron reference like kind of using this time to also reexamine your whiteness and your privilege. Yeah, I'll go there. And I have been doing that. Like I truly last night had a nightmare that like. I made a reservation um, at a restaurant for four people and I showed up and they're like, it's for three. (laughs) And I was like, I made it for four. I have the Resi app and I can show you. And then they were like, totally, no, we'll accommodate you. And I woke up, I was like, (laughs) oh my God. So, yeah. Um been shoplifting for years as a white woman anyway there's no time okay but i used to get my thrills from shoplifting ceremonial grade matcha tea from whole foods and yeah it can be done i had a whole system you bring a small purse and a big purse and then you put it in the it's whatever it will do a tutorial after the show but um it helps and you can kind of get away with murder because they're like her dad owns the franchise she's fine you know it's just very Simple, great. I did have last thing I'll say about Don um, <laughs> is that I had I haven't unpacked this yet in therapy because I don't talk to my therapist about sex because he's a man and I'm like I don't trust you. <laughs> so <laughs> I actually I have to <laughs> I have to change therapist and it's so hard because I love Doug. Sorry, Doug, if you're listening, I'm outing you. Um, this will never air. I'll never let it air so that Doug doesn't know that I'm gonna leave because it's been years. But. Um, <laughs> I can't do it because I just feel like if I talk to him about sex, he'd just be like, I'll be right back and go to the bathroom and be like, eh. <laughs> like, I just like, I don't trust that he won't sexualize me automatically because I'm definitely like the cutest person he deals with. <laughs> so <laughs> like, I'm, in, <laughs> I'm in his waiting room. I know Doug's like, oh, it's Kate on the books. <laughs> like, I know that he's so excited about it. <laughs> so I can't go there, but, and I said this, I was talking about this to my friend yesterday and she's like, you have to get a new, per-. like, that's what therapy is. If I were good at therapy, I'd go in and go, I'm scared to talk about sex with you. And he'd go, let's talk about why that is. And I'd be like, I think you fetishize me because then I inherently think all men do. You know, it'd be like, it'd be, and then we'd break through and then I'd leave and be like, ah, dad? Like, it would be a whole beautiful thing. And that's what a therapist is. Like, they're there for you to perform those dynamics in a safe space. <laughs> but I'm too scared. But I... <laughs> so I'm leaving if anyone knows like I need a woman so I always go to men so like if anyone has a great woman oh I will say my my, I had amazing child therapist growing up and she's also Caitlyn Jenner's therapist but that's separate Um, I found out while watching the show I am Kate I was like Susan (laughs) she's incredible okay I just didn't want you to think I only went to male therapists that'd be piggish 
and against my brand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the shoes are from Zara. There, I said it. Okay. Um, I just felt it. I felt it weighing on the group. And <laughs> I just thought I should just, you know. Yes, I know their labor practices are, I'm sure, deeply upsetting, but... A basic's a basic. And when you find your summer basic, you run with it, right, girls? Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, so I had a sex dream. Um, I've been, like, teaching myself how to lucid dream so that I can stay monogamous. Then you can have sex in your sleep. It's actually incredible. I have full orgasms in my sleep. I wake up next to my boyfriend of three and a half years. Like, great, it's fine. Um... <laughs> It's actually, I, I think I might start a cult. It's actually, like, incredible. Okay. Again, there's no time. It's devastating. But I'll get into it later. But, oh, so I had a lucid dream, and I woke up, and I was in a supply closet, like a weird, like, place I don't go. <laughs> um, or office supplies. And I, well, and I was like, Ugh. and there were, like, two women, and I, like, felt, like, attraction. I was like, and I looked down and I was Trump. Like I was fully in, yeah, I was him. And I don't know how f comfortable I feel actually going into it, but I came in my sleep. And so, um, and then I woke up out, out of being Trump. So what's that about? <laughs> and we can just go, we'll go, le we'll go left to right. <laughs> So I can't take that to Doug. You know, I can't, you know, I can't do that. Cool. This is like going really well. Okay, cool. I know it's like a rough start. I haven't been on stage for a couple weeks. So I was like, ugh. But it's, uh, it's just scary what I do. The risks I take. Busting paradigms. Pushing the genre places it doesn't want to go. You know, it's just, it's exhausting. And to do it, in a floral. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I do stand up to kind of deal with the overwhelming privilege of my childhood and um, just kind of growing up with every resource. My parents, you know, we love you. You're special. Look, you're, go you're gorgeous. <laughs> you know, you're smart. And, um, and then now as I get older, they still, we support you. Look at what you do, you know, and they're still together. Ow, the crew, the weight, <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> and you'll sometimes on stage, I carry that weight, <laughs> you know, and so thank you for helping me sort of release it tonight in a safe place. Um, I really do mean that. When I first got here, I was like, what's going to happen? I feel stiff. I got an IUD a month ago. I feel that. <laughs> kind of pushing through the pain of the, am I getting copper poisoning? You know, oh my God, the labor I do is a femme. You know, it's like really upsetting. But I'm here. <laughs> I'm freaking here. And um, thank you. No, 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 no. Although, sure. Although, yeah, why would I, why would I, why would I, no, that what I just did was so interesting, right? I received the love and praise and I don't deserve it, right? No, not my space. Even here. <laughs> I can't accept it. And of course, that's a lie. I can. I welcome praise at every moment. Um, so yeah, there, like I've been saying, there really is no time. Thank you for being so lovely. I must go. Have a wonderful night. Kate Berlant is a dream, right? This is here for Kate. 
So good. So good. How are you doing today? I'm great. Yes? What did you do today? I went to LACMA. Oh, ooh, very cultured. You went to LACMA. How was LACMA? Uh, LACMA was great. Uh, everything was, a lot of things were shut down, but we spent four hours there and we still didn't see everything. Why was stuff shut down? Things were being, in, uh, oh. installations were being added to. Sure, 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 sure. Are you just a, are you a visitor to Los Angeles or are you just a cool Angelino who straight up goes to museums. No, I'm, I'm from Chicago. I'm oh, yeah. Less cool. No, I mean, cool. <laughs> you're from Chicago and you're visiting LA? Yep. Hi. I, I'm i from Chicago. Did you know that? We're from Chicago. Well, I don't know if you're... Are you, there, are you from from Chicago? Uh, I, uh, I mean, my friends... Uh-huh. Get into it. Yep. So can, uh, <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So shout out Ariella Messing, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're here for a wedding. Uh, that's adorable and wonderful. Is it a... M- when is the wedding? It was two days ago. Oh, yeah. Then you're just like, I'm gonna stay. Yeah. Cool. How was the wedding? Who got married? Uh, you don't have to say names. Uh, just, uh, but you, if you want to say names, say their birthdays and social security number as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Allison and Evan, uh, two of my really good friends. Oh, that's... Well, how was the wedding? Well, a bridesmaid canceled, so I had to do all of her things. Wait, what now? <laughs> well, well, the flight was late, so I got to do the flowers and the lanterns, and there were lanterns and the party favors, and it was really great, but, you know. So I was, uh, I was... <laughs> but I couldn't be in the wedding, because, you know, I, I have a penis. <laughs> Number one, yes, you fucking could have been in the wedding. Yeah, it was like that. Oh, that's frustrating, isn't it? Ugh. I would put anybody with any genitals. There was no genital regulation on our wedding. It was just people that are close to us. Um, but I get that. That's tough. So wait. Did your friend say that to you? Like, you can't be in the wedding for real. Penis. But. Or did you just, like, know it? You just kind of know. Oh, yeah. No, you. Yeah. No, you, you have an internal felt sense. Yes, yes. You do totally know. Agreed. Yeah. A hundred percent. You are assigned that at friendship. Yes. Oh, oh, oof, oof, oof. I'm getting like the willies, but I also want to affirm that this was a positive uh, experience for you. I know. Yeah. You're giving me the willies and this happened to you. So God, I mean, I don't know why I'm taking that on for you. Yeah, I know. We're doing, it's a whole thing. Oh yeah, that's right. That's a word for, pe- yes, good point. Um, haha, what a, haha. Um, so you are a cool friend. Because you hopped in and you you did what with lanterns? Yeah, I mean... They're, they're but also, I want to go back to just one second. Did you say that their other friend's plane was late? Yeah, so the weather's been crazy. So she was flying from the East Coast and like her LA flight was canceled. So she had to come late and she missed all the, par- all the preparations. Oh. Of course, you do all the preparations the day before, right? Uh-huh. Not for a wedding. But then she couldn't be the bridesmaid? No, 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 no. no. She was still able to be on the ceremony. It's just oh. there was stuff to be done. Oh. Yeah. Aha! Uh-huh. I'm getting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you had to lay out the lanterns the day before. Yeah, I'm like 30, so all my friends are getting married. Exactly. I like everything. So Just everything tell me all of it. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and like they gave out these like Chinese candies that you can eat the paper, white rabbit. If Asian people want to learn, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it was sweet, it was great. Um, I have I have a lot of moral 
weakness around weddings because, you know, uh -huh. like, it's about government giving privileges to certain kinds of relationships. But when you're there, it feels good! It, <laughs> you know... <laughs> yeah, first of all... I like you a lot. Uh... Yes, it is about the government giving you certain privileges. That's totally true. Tax break, whatever. Um, but I will say, as a married... As a... Yeah, that's right. Um, or you can't testify against each other. Oh, shit! You know, which is why I keep murdering people. Um, I only tell Rhea all the details. Um, no. But I will say, as a married person, um, to me, in my life, it has been a huge, like, it's been fucking cool. I didn't know if it would be cool or small. You know, like, I just didn't, uh, we got married partially because, like, when marriage equality happened, we were like, we have to do this because, like, what if they take it away? And then... Uh, Rhea proposed, and then we were engaged for a super long time. We were engaged for years because we were just like, wait, what would a wedding be like? Because, like, do we have to decide genitals of people? Like, what is, like, how is it going, you know? And then we were just like, well, we just want to throw a party. We did. We threw a rager. It was at a rock club, and we served hot dogs. And we, it was in Chicago, so they were Chicago style. We didn't realize that people would be chopping raw onions next to the dance floor, which actually ended up being, like, kind of a cool side project of the thing um and we just danced our faces off and like sweated through all of our things and wore two you know suits and um and it was really really fun because all of our friends were there also like we paid for it and i only say that because like then our you know like first of all we were fully adults so we should have but also like our folks didn't get to like Nobody had. Nobody got to have like a list of things that they wanted that wasn't us. It was just like we got to choose what we wanted, um, and it was really rad. And then I will say, being married has been like really solid in a way that I didn't expect. It has made me feel like family. But I like. I'm like this. I'm so. I'm so small and Italian. So almost anything makes me feel like family. But um, <laughs> you know. Olive Garden and all that. <laughs> Stealing my slogan. Um, but, but yeah, anyway. I do think it's pretty beautiful. I think it's worth something to try to walk the earth with somebody. But who knows what... Huh? She's fully crying? <laughs> You know, you guys are the best. You're the best. What a lovely audience you are. Thanks for being here. Hugs to all of you. Just a giant hug to all of you. That's very sweet. And this person, round of applause for you. You seem terrific. We are going to keep the show rolling. Oh, this next friend. Boy, do I love this next friend as a comic, um, as a human. Please welcome right now Gabe Liebman. Give it up for him. Come on, you guys. Hi. 
hit myself a little bit there, but that's fine. Is my fly up or down? You guys tell me. Just kidding. Okay. I checked. It's fine. Um, How's it going? What a great show so far, right? I love it. I love this show. Um, I haven't done this show in a really long time. It's good to be back. Um, Guys, a little bit about me. Um, I've lived in L.A. for four years now, and I have decided that I love it here. This is a great city. I literally love it here. I love the vibe. I love the people. I love the weather, the food, the body shapes. Everything about this town is great. And I moved here from Brooklyn, like everyone else who lives here. And when I was making that move, everyone there said the same thing. They were like, how are you going to move to L.A.? How are you going to live there? There is no culture in L.A. Which is such bullshit, right? Obviously, this is a huge city. There's culture here. Um, The drought. I'm sure I could go on. But I'm not going to. I love the drought. I think it makes this city so special. Um, It creates like a very cool witchy vibe. Everywhere you look, there's like, you know, because this is like a desert, um, but it seems to me like no one wanted to talk about that until like 2013-ish. And so now we're just surrounded by these like gnarled, parched bushes and trees everywhere. You know, and they're like, good luck on your writing packet. Don't forget about street cleaning. It's a lot of the character of the city. It's a witchy town. (sighs) All the restaurants here just serve, like, roots and potions. (laughs) I know the sign says pizza, but what if I just wave this feather over your head for two hours? Doesn't that sound yummy? I just, like, when I'm driving around, I'm like, one day Stevie Nicks is going to haunt this joint. And I'm going to be here to welcome her. Also, I love the way people here dress. Straight up. It's not like L.A. is not known as like a fashion capital, you know, of the world, because it isn't one. Um, But I do think we all let each other get away with shit here in a way that's like very freeing. And I feel like everyone kind of like gets to elevate their personality because they're so comfortable all the time. Like the style here, I would describe as dangerously comfortable. 
Like, when I'm going to Trader Joe's, I dress like a mental patient. (laughs) In, like, styrofoam Birkenstocks. Like, in any other city, if people saw me coming, they'd be like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Here, no one blinks. It's so nice. (laughs) Because I feel like the rest of the world, they just see, like, red carpet photos of L.A., and they don't realize that the rest of the time, even millionaires here are shuffling around in fucking shower shoes. Like inside out terry cloth shorts. <laughs> like a shirt that's just a bed sheet wrapped around you. It adds to the chillness. The comfort adds to the chillness. Plus, you can just like tie your shirt to your steering wheel and drive like this. <laughs> I feel so free. Uh, I now own Birkenstocks, Tevas, like five pairs of shorts, and I just got a fanny pack. Because you know that feeling when you have something in your pocket? I just don't want to live like that anymore. (laughs) I don't. I don't want to feel it. I want to feel free. I don't want to, like, carry around a tote bag like I'm in New York or whatever. Because, like, what if I want to do this with my hand? It's my choice. Like, and I feel like it makes me a better person being this comfortable. I feel like it makes everyone a better person, you know, chiller, nicer, more themselves. Like, tonight, I had, like, an important event for work and I dressed like a child's painting of a shadow I feel like I'm doing better because of it nothing hurts you know I feel good I don't want to talk about Trump anymore Um, it's so crazy. Uh, can you guys believe that the election was 11 years ago? (laughs) Flies, time flies. I miss the old days. I miss Pokemon Go. (laughs) Do you remember Pokemon Go? It does feel like years ago. It was just months It was just months ago that everyone was playing that fucking game with a giant smile on their face. A bright future, tons of freedoms stacked up in their pockets or whatever. Pokemon Go, you would just like see a dad walking down the street with the sun, their phones out, like, ooh, there's a rare queer resort around the corner. Let's go throw our balls at it, make it ours or whatever. It ruled. It was this brief moment in time where straight people finally had Grindr. You know? 
just a little map in their pocket to all the parks and gyms in the neighborhood. (laughs) And we were free. Uh, I'll leave you guys with this. Um, Is anyone here straight? That's got to be nice. (laughs) What if that was a whole joke? Um... Sorry, no. It, I, I actually, I don't, I'm not one of those, I'm not a gay guy who wishes I was straight. Obviously, it's my entire personality and I need it for money. Um, so I am going to stay gay. That said, I do think it could be nice to be in a straight couple because then there would only be one size dick (laughs) per household. Which I think would really free up a lot of my mind. Because in my current situation and every other couple I've ever been a part of, there's two sizes of dick. One big, one small. And I don't know if you guys know any men, but that matters. (laughs) For example, I will never get over it. Um, I don't mean to brag right now, but in my current couple, I have the smaller dick. (laughs) And it's always on my mind. Like, my husband will be like, hey, what should we watch on Netflix tonight? And I'll be like, something stupid? (laughs) Why'd you even ask me? Because the whole time in my mind, I'm flashing forward decades into our relationship and all I see is me cornered in a gorgeous Nancy Myers-esque kitchen (laughs) with a teenager inches from my face and they're screaming, well, big dick dad said I could! (laughs) That's my time, I'm Gabe. You know, Gabe is so funny um, and also a cool human to chat with. And I know this uh, because yesterday I launched a new podcast. It's called Query. Uh, Thank you, guys. Um, I am really fucking jazzed about it. It's 60-minute one-on-one conversations, me and somebody in the LGBT community. We talk about identity and I am in love with how the conversations have gone so far. Uh, the next episode comes out this Thursday because we're doing two a week for the first three weeks to like get everybody in and involved. And um, Gabe is a guest on the show. I've already recorded an episode with him, and it was unbelievable. Um, but also Jill Soloway, um, who created Transparent, and Rebecca Sugar, who created a show called Steven Universe. And then not famous folks. 
my friend Madden, who runs an amazing organization here called Project Q, and uh, my friend Andrea, who's a gender studies professor. Anyway, it's just my passion project, and I really hope that you'll support it. Go home, listen, subscribe, and tell all of your pals about it, because it's time to change the conversation. Let's make queers talking to queers normative, right? Cool, you guys. Well, the other good news is that there's still more show on this current show tonight. We've got two comics left. Both of them are so fucking funny. Uh, I love this next comic. She's got an amazing podcast called Lady to Lady. Uh, let's hear it right now for Barbara Gray. Give it up for Barbara. <laughs> Keep it going for me! Thank you so much. I am, I am famous. I'm very famous. Uh, please treat me accordingly. Thank you. Um, I'm the guy from Workaholics. Well, if you, do you re- oh, you need to hear my... Yeah, I'm so sorry. You need to hear my catchphrase from the hit show Work, Workaholics. Okay. Workaholics. Okay, here we go. I'm addicted to work. All right, thank you so much. Um, Thank you. Uh, Yeah, it's weird to be a comic right now um, because everybody, you know, is talking about that guy. uh, And they're just like, oh, well, your job must be easy because the president's a joke, you know, writes itself, huh? And I'm like, bitch, I want to talk about myself. I'm a fucking selfish coward, and now I have to march in the streets every fucking weekend? This is bullshit. No one wants to do that. No one wants to fight for their civil rights. We all want to jerk off and watch Cake Boss. Like, literally, that is all anyone has ever wanted to do since the beginning of time is rub one out and be like, what's he doing with the fondant this time? You know? Like, is it a tower? Is it a wheel? What a... I don't know. I only know is that at the end, he signs a big check, and he's like, I'm the Cake Boss. Right? Is that... What? I haven't seen it. Is that what ha- is that what he does? <laughs> Payroll. I'm the I'm the gate boss. I don't know. I just imagine that happening every time. Uh, yeah, I haven't been to a march in a while. Did we stop? Are we giving up? What's I, I don't know. What's happening? Um, I was going to all the marches, uh, trying to write clever signs because I need the most attention, even there. And. Um, I went to the science march. I don't know what that, what we were doing. We were, exactly, we're like, it exists! Please acknowledge this. <laughs> I wrote a sign that says, uh, without, without science, we wouldn't have the McRib. That was my sign. Because I was like, I don't know, there might be some, you know, Trump voters that like, would see that and be like, oh my God, I don't want the world to melt. Um... <laughs> But it's like, I'm a comedian, you know? I don't have time for this. I don't have time to come up with clever protest signs all the time. I'm busy, you know? I'm busy coming up with, like, versions of outcast songs using only Dennis and Randy Quaid's names. You know? You guys know. Like, you think you're Dennis. Oh, you think you're Randy. But Randy doesn't Dennis when it's Randy Quaid. Yeah. Randy Quaid. All right, that's... You know, or like, obviously, like, I'm sorry, Miss Dennis Quaid, I am Randy, never meant to make you Dennis Quaid, I apologize to Randy Quaid. Yeah, I'm an artist. 
exist. Exactly. I should be fucking doing my art. I don't, I don't have time to start to do a revolution. <laughs> to do one? Is that what happens? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's crazy, though. I've been thinking, the world's so crazy, I'm thinking about going back to church, which is insane that I would do that, you know? But I don't want it. I grew up Catholic, and, like, I hate those little wafers that they give you at communion. Those are so fucking gross. I would go back to church if they replaced those with bugles. <laughs> and the priest served them off his fingertips, you know? It's like, <laughs> the Father, Son, and the Holy... <laughs> the father son and the rad ass ghost or whatever <laughs> hell yeah dude hell yeah I was like thinking I was trying to figure out if I should have kids but I think we're all about to die so I don't know if it matters now <laughs> I don't know um, should I you guys vote tonight and I'll decide depending on your vote if I should have children uh, <laughs> I don't know my pa- my parents are, like, obsessed with receiving thank you cards from me. I don't know if you guys have this problem, but it's really intense. Like, after everything, they're like, where's the thank you card? And I realized I think they are paper macheing together the grandchild I'm never going to give them. <laughs> they're just like, oh, like, Christmas, the crown is coming in nicely. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I got to figure it out, though. Like, I'm getting older. It's not good down here anymore, you know? My uterus is like Adam Sandler. It's like... <laughs> Not that long ago, was pumping out the hits, you know? Like, good egg after good egg. We got, like, Happy Gilmore. We got Billy Madison. Now it's just, like, coming to Netflix this fall. It's Rob Schneider is the ovarian cyst. Like, oh, no, God, they're making another one. How many did they sign for? And then, you know, of course, Sandler's got to have his cameo, right? And he's just in the corner, like, fallopian tubes or whatever. Is that... That's it. Fallopia. If you guys ever want it, just do... If you were ever sad, say fallopian tubes to yourself in your car as Adam Sandler. That will take care of it. I just solved depression tonight uh, on the show. Um, my last joke is kind of like very visual, and this, is a, this comes out as a podcast, so I need somebody who would be willing to describe very quickly what my joke was after I do it on the show. Anybody over here? You? Okay, okay. What's your name? Seamus. Seamus. Okay. Uh, not going to make fun of your name. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. I don't have time. Uh, so, okay, so at the end, you're gonna, it's going to be crazy, so get ready. You're going to describe it. Okay. Uh, men! I don't know about you men! Ugh, all men are dogs, huh? Who let the men out? Woof! Uh, okay. All men are dogs, uh, which is why I wear peanut butter for lipstick. Um, <laughs> but seriously, though, ladies... My ladies who fuck men, you ever just like effing a dude, huh? You ever just like getting your like big hard pussy on his like soft little dick? <laughs> you're just getting your like, oh, you're getting your like huge dry vulva on his like fucking tiny weenie? Huh? And you're like, yeah, do you like that? Oh, yeah, do you like that? Oh, God, oh, yeah, oh, fuck, yeah, oh, yeah, do you like that? Oh, yeah, oh, God, you're so dumb, you're fuck, you're so stupid. <laughs> you're so dumb. Oh, yeah, do you like that? <laughs> oh, yeah, do you, oh, you like it like this? Oh, yeah, do you like that? Oh, yeah, do you like that? Oh, yeah, do you like that? Yeah, do you like that? Yeah, do you like that? Yeah, do you like me? Yeah, do you like me? Yeah, do you like me? <laughs> 
do you like me? Because we've been like hooking up for a while and I'm just wondering where this is going. Stu, Stu, oh, look at me when I'm talking to you. I know I said that I had that abortion, but I didn't. And we have a baby and that baby is beautiful. Go. You pulled out a tiny stool from your pocket. That wasn't the whole thing. Okay, fine. That's as much time as we have time for. Bye. Barbara Gray, you guys let her hear it. For the podcast listeners. Miss Barbara Gray was humping the stool on the stage and then later pulled out a tinier stool. (laughs) Barbara Gray, you guys let her hear it. So we have one final comic on the show. Are you guys ready? Do you have it in your hearts? Hasn't this been a wonderful show so far as it always is? That's what I thought. This next comic is yet another friend of the show. He's one of my favorites. Always love his outfits. You're going to love this one tonight. Please give a warm welcome to Chris Garcia. Chris Garcia, you guys let him hear it? Keep it over, Chris. And actually, all the comics you saw tonight, because that's our show. That is our show. Thank you so much for coming out. We will see you guys next week. I'm Cameron I'm Rhea Butcher. Have a great rest of your night. Bye, guys. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos, <laughs> ruler of the eighth circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.